started here. Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Be Social. I'm B, and I have a very exciting guest on today. His name is Bishop Stevens. I'm going to call him Actor Extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay. a former pro wrestler. Um, he has also been on hit shows like Empire, Chicago PD, and has also appeared on The Walking Dead. Right. So welcome to my little Let's Be Social podcast show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure, B. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous. Um, you, you look you look fantastic. You look, you look, you look, you look, mwah, as they would say. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so we'll just hop into the conversation. I just wanted to right. ask you um, how you kind of got started on your acting journey. Um, and what brought you to where you are now? Well, um, I guess I could say things that I couldn't say, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, I used to be a, I'm a former pro wrestler with World Championship Wrestling, WCW, and the WWE, which at the time was the WWL. And the truth be told, everybody pretty much knows it now, so I can say it, pro wrestlers are actors. You know, we're not, we're not just sports, you know, we're, we're, but, but we do have to act. Um, and the truth is that uh, that's how I got started in my acting career, so to speak. Um, but then when I got injured, uh, right before my tenure with the WWF was about to start, which is now the WWE was about to begin, I got injured. And that put me out of the business. But I still had this little thing, that little itch about, you know, you know, that whole, that little celebrity wanting to be itch, you know, ah, it's all, you know, ah, you know, it was still going. So um, I got into the fitness business yeah. and I had one of those, uh, I actually did a fitness DVD. I did a fitness workout video and we were doing late night television commercials, those late night infomercials. Yeah. Somebody saw me on the infomercial at like, it had to be about 12, 31 o'clock in the morning. And then the next day, I got a phone call that someone had been trying to reach me at the studio where we filmed it. Mm -hmm. And they um, wanted to talk to me. I talked to the guy, and he, it was all about being in a movie. And I was like, first, I thought he was BSing me. I was like, no, nah, man, I, you know, I, I can't do that. But then uh, he called back like two or three times. And... Um, at the time, other wrestlers like Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, uh, uh, Booker T, and some other guys who are friends of mine appeared on the TV show Charmed. So it was just, I said, why not? I said, why not? I'll give it a shot. Um, that movie never came. We did shoot the trailer for that movie, but the movie itself never got made. But that was enough to kind of fix that itch that I had going on about that acting, that being a, that celebrity itch going on. And um, I don't know how. The next thing I know, I got a call from Chicago mm -hmm. about a new TV show at the time called Empire. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm a big Taraji P. Henson fan. You know, I've always been a been a big fan of hers. So. Uh, I was like, okay, you know, I get to work with, you know, with, yeah, I'm going to take it. You know, I get to work with Taraji. Yeah, I'll do it. And, um, yeah, everything just went from there. You know, being in Chicago, filming Empire, I got to do Chicago PD a couple of times. 
And then from Chicago PD, a friend of mine, out of, I had a friend of mine hooked me up uh, with someone out in Atlanta. Next thing I know, I'm getting a call. Hey, you know, would you consider coming to Atlanta and doing a couple of spots on The Walking Dead, you know, for, uh, you know, and I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's, it just steamrolled from there. And, and, and now, uh, you know, I, I set goals for myself every year. I've reached, always reached my goals. And then um, now I'm starring in movies next. Well, one of my goals was to be able to work opposite mainstream celebrities. Yeah. And now it's to be a mainstream celebrity, so to speak. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah. That's like, you're just going up the ladder. You're just working your way up there. You, and that's the way you got to look at it. You, yeah. I don't think anybody who's in any type of business business Mm -hmm. should ever think any other way as to it's a step ladder and you have to, once you hit one step there's another one and yeah. then once you hit that one there's another one if you do anything else you're going to become stagnant yeah and and in this business you are only as good as your last move sure you know um so if you become stagnant and you just stop mm -hmm. you know okay next year the year after now I don't nobody know who you are. Yeah. You know, so I've, I've actually been blessed with the people that I work with. And, um, you know, the people that I work with, you know, deal with Netflix and, and um, you know, you know I've, I've been in movies on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you know, Shudder, you know, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we're, we're doing pretty good. The people I work with are pretty good. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, did you find it really challenging to kind of work your way up? To where you are now? I want to say yes, but then people are going to look for this big old sad story of how things, well, I had to do this and I had to, you know, yes, I did sleep in my car a couple of times, but that was because driving from St. Louis to Chicago, you get there, you fall asleep waiting for, you know, call time. Yeah. Okay. Um, the truth of the matter is, is, is it wasn't as bad as a lot of people think. For one, because of my pro wrestling background, yeah. everybody's looking for the next rock. You know, everybody's looking for that next natural, you know, person in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. And pro wrestlers have always, always had that. Mm -hmm. Secondly, my size, you know, I'm a big guy. So that opens a lot of doors. So I can, so I definitely have the acting chops that people say, and I have size to, you know, to actually play certain characters and do certain roles. Um, so it's it's not that it was hard, it was staying focused. Yeah. That's it. It wasn't hard, especially I'm I'm in the Midwest. Okay. So if you're looking for a guy okay. with a great smile, but yet can look really like I'm a bush, you know, if you're looking for somebody who can do that switch mm -hmm. and then has the size to back it up, most people will say, hey, contact Bishop Stevens if you're filming in the Midwest. You know, now, if I was out in L.A. or something with all them, you know, big bodybuilder guys and stuff like that, it might would be a little harder. But, yeah. you know, I still think I could I still I hold my own pretty well. You know? yeah. <laughs> I believe that. I believe. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, well, that's great. Um, do you have something that kind of inspires you to keep going? Because I know you said you maintain your focus. Is there anything that um, is there any particular 
person or anything that inspires you to kind of keep going? Well, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people in this business, they say something about their moms or their dads and stuff like that. And I will say, you know, my father, something he said to me once, which he has a joke to my mom. He said, that boy's going to be a millionaire and not know how he got there. Yeah. You know, he said that, you know, he used to say that all the time. And um, one of the things that he basically have, has always said is that's the problem. Like, like I just said a minute ago, when you each hit each goal, hit each run of that ladder, if you got to look up and say, I'm not done yet, that's what gets you there. That's what inspires me. Yeah. You know, I can literally, I'm happy with my career. I can walk into Walmart or McDonald's, go to the bathroom, sit in the stall, and ain't nobody going to bother. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. <laughs> but by the same token, to get to that level where once I walk in that Walmart, everybody's trying to take pictures or trying to do whatever, that is an inspiration, a gold inspiration to get to. Yeah. You know, once, you know, the part where you say, I got to go to the bathroom, but I can't go to a McDonald's bathroom, you know, because I don't want anybody bothering me. That's an inspiration. Yeah. To get to. So, um, Every time I hit that run of that ladder, you know, every time I, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a set and I'm standing across from a, from a name actor, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm working with Michael Beach or I'm working with Kevin Sarbo or I'm working with, you know, uh, uh, Bai Ling or I'm working with Tara Reid or somebody and I think about, you know what, I want some young actor to be standing across from me thinking the exact same thing that I'm thinking right now. Yeah. That I'm gonna be him one day yeah be the inspiration. you know yeah that 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 that's a big that is a big inspiration now, it's kind of like your show you know it's like you have your show and i i know we talked about um how you do it and you you know it's it, it's something you enjoy doing but you know deep down way back here it wouldn't be so bad if your show was one of became one of the top interview podcast shows that would be so cool wouldn't it and you're you're interviewing people like like Danny Glover or or just any big, you know, you know, you were, that would be so cool. So it's something for you to inspire, inspire for. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you think about the people you've interviewed in the past. Yeah. And now you're interviewing somebody like me. Yes. And the next time you'll be somebody twice as big as me. No, it'll be me again. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Never mind. It'll be me again. Never mind. <laughs> I'll be, yeah, it'll be me. Don't worry about it. My mistake. But you'll be like, oh, I'm, now I'm interviewing Bishop Stevens again. You know, we got it like that, you know. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's moving up that ladder. You just got to keep it going, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, you start small and you work your way up, like you were saying. So mm-hmm. I think that's awesome that you want to be, you, you know, you were, you're, you're working towards working with the big actors and now you want to be the big actor. The big actor, right. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's that's such a, a great, such a great goal. I mean, you can't top that once you reach that. Well, let's let let us let, hope that it's one of those. Let's hope it's one of those things that when you get to that level, there's another level past it. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you if you think about a lot of our really big celebrities now. Mm-hmm. 
what's their next thing? You know, Dwayne Johnson, what is his next step? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, name I'm, almost any of them, Chad, um, almost any of the big celebrities. What is their next step? Now, most of them, once they hit that level of superstardom, they're getting into producing. Okay. You know, they're, they're actually producing their movies and stuff like that. And now some of them are actually writing, you know, writing their own films so that they can say, hey, this is something I came up with. This is something, this is not just me as an actor. This is my dream. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of them are actually going that way now. Is that something you could see yourself doing? I'm already doing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm already doing it. The, 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 one of the movies that we're about to talk about, that we're yeah. going to talk about, uh, I actually co-wrote. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk about that then. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Well, we are, um, believe it or not, there's, I know everybody thinks, the first thing most people say is, it's already been done. That is something that people love to say, oh, well, it's already been done. Now, but when you do that, you have to worry about, are you, can you do it better? Mm-hmm. Or at least can you do it good enough to raise up that ladder? Yeah. Can you do, can your show be as good as the shows that are out there right now? Yeah. So that you, so that your show can move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the cool thing is that, believe it or not, there is something that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. And we did it. We did it. Um, as you know, horror movies are the number one genre of movies there are. I don't actually movie. Horror movies are a constant win if you can write a good horror movie. I know I, I star in a couple of them that are coming out. Um, but the one genre of movie that outdoes horror movies, mm-hmm. true crime serial killer movies. When true crime fans amaze me, they love their serial killers. I, <laughs> but they they love them. So uh, we kind of got I kind of got into that uh, Netflix Dahmer, yes, uh, a movie uh, a series that was out, and I was chatting with a friend of mine, uh, E.J. Hammond, and she is a serial killer historian. Okay. So I was talking to her and I said, and I literally, and the, the joke, it was a joke. The joke literally was a black man could have never gotten away with stuff like that. You know? And um, she thought it was so funny. I, I was like, what's funny about it? And she started telling me about African-American serial killers. And I'm like, and I'm sure a lot of your viewers, there's going to be a lot of your viewers right now that are going, huh? Yeah. What? Believe it or not, yeah, there are 39, almost 40% of the serial killers in America are African-American. Really? But you never hear about them. Never hear about it. Never really hear about them. You may hear about them for, you may hear about them when they first get caught, when they get caught. Mm -hmm. You may hear about them when they go to trial. And that's it. Yeah. There has never, ever been an African-American feature film biopic about a serial, I mean, an African-American serial killer. There's never been one. You're right. But yet there are hundreds of 
biopics, documentaries, feature films about serial killer killers, but there's never been one about an African-American. Yeah. So we wrote it. That's brilliant. Yeah, we wrote one. We, 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 we wrote one and it's called the Baton Rouge Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, Derek Lee Todd, uh, Derek Todd Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was active in Baton Rouge, Louisiana between 1992, 93, and 2003. And um, he was actually finally stopped by DNA evidence. Oh, wow. So, and during that time, uh, he is, he was basically brought in and accused of seven murders, but he is believed to have done four, at least 14. Wow. In that time frame. Okay. Um, there's actually a lot more unsolved murders that back then, you know, back then DNA was real, evidence was really just getting going. So, um, you know, they didn't really use it. So there's a there's a lot um, mm-hmm. between Zachary, Louisiana and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that they're saying could have it could have been him. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah, we wrote the first African-American serial killer biopic feature film. Um, we are already presently in pre-production um, with the studio. Uh and yeah, we were, so we're location scouting and everything now. Amazing. You yeah. might have just created a whole brand new genre of film. You, you know what? The idea that if you look up African-American serial killers and you see these guys, it's, it's an amazing thing that they don't do more movies because these guys, in my book, some of these guys are twice as bad as a Jeffrey Dahmer. Or, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer was mentally sick. Yeah. This guy, Derek Todd Lee, mm-hmm. would kill his victims and then have intimacy with the women. Yuck. He only killed women. Mm-hmm. He didn't care how old. Now, keep in mind what I just said. Yeah. And it didn't matter to him how old they were uh, from, from from almost one lady that was about in her 80s or six, 60s or 80s. She was up there all the way back down to a college student, wow. to a young college student. So there was, a you know, he went from one age group all the way up. Right. He didn't care what social status they were in. Mm-hmm. He didn't care what, I mean, rich lady all the way down, like I said, to a broke college student. Yeah. Um, military, didn't care what color they were, black white, uh, spam, he didn't care. Yeah. So that, so he, he had no real modus operandi, as police say, you know, yeah. he had no real way of doing things. And the interesting thing was, he never broke into anybody's house. Okay. There was never a sign of break-in, kicked in doors, nothing like that. So somehow he literally got these women to let him in, the, in their house. Yeah. You know? Um, actually, that's how EJ, that's one of the ways we picked this guy, because EJ said, you know, Bishop, you know, you're big, you're nice looking, you got this smile, you know, a lot of people think you're mean, but then you got a smile, and, and he was known to be very charismatic. If you look him up, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things they say about Derek Todd Lee was he was very charismatic. Yeah. So he was definitely not your, your guy who you thought just sat in the basement. Yeah. You know, or nothing like that. He was very charismatic. He was married with children. Um, yeah, you know, 
So yeah. he was he definitely did not fit. He didn't even fit the white stereo, serial killer stereotype. Right. Yeah. No, he didn't even fit that. Crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like most sociopaths are very charismatic, right? Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. So they were like, you know, you got that look, the size, and the charismatic and smile. And basically, you know, we're. Okay, let me make this clear, people. <laughs> Everybody watching, other than the serial killer part, <laughs> again, other than the serial killer part, I'm basically playing myself. Right. Yeah, I get to basically play myself. You know, I get to, you know, I get to be me and smile and you know, friendly and whatever else until that's until until he snaps. Right. You know, until you know, until he snaps. It, it just seems he just had a hatred for women. Okay. It's basically what it was. So, yeah, that, that just seems that. And it's weird because from everything we've, we've researched on him, it's not like he had a hard time getting girls. Didn't, but it's the ones he couldn't get mm. that are, are the ones who spoke back to them, to yeah. him, are the ones, the one, those are what he focused on and went after. Okay. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So we wrote it. So I got, so yeah. I get a writer credit. Uh, executive producer credit and I'm starting kind of like Sylvester I'm doing my Sylvester Stallone deal like he did with Rocky you yep. know uh, so so like I actually we actually pitched it to several different studios mm -hmm. and the truth is we had several different studios interested I believe that yeah the problem because they, everybody said the same thing first was kind of hadn't, hadn't been done yeah this will this movie will get hyped because people will say a black serial killer and they'll just want to see how that went down. Yeah. And then other people will look and go, a black serial killer. I got to see how that went down. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so yeah. So, so, so people are going to, they're going to want to see it all for the same reason, but for different aspects of the reason. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so it's, it, 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 it's been an amazing journey with this. And like I said, we had several different studios that did want it, mm -hmm. but I'm in that frame of mind. Like I said, it's a different step of that ladder I got to go up. Yeah. So just like Sylvester Stallone, you know, Sylvester Stallone had a number of studios who would have bought Rocky, but they didn't want him to play the role. Right. So therefore he wouldn't sell it. So the same thing. So that's pretty much what happened with this. Several other studios were like, oh, we'd like a younger guy. We'd like to do whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, nah, dude, uh -uh. I'm the same age that he was when he got busted, when he got, a, you know, so we're in that same bracket, you know, and I mean, no, there's, there, there's no way I'm going to let someone else step into this. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's amazing. I mean, that's going to, I think that's going to have great success. Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah, like, I, yeah. I believe too. And, yeah. and like you know, and, and like we said before, Netflix, Hulu, uh, HBO Max, or well now Max, um, all of them stream. All of those streaming services right now are specializing in serial killer films. Netflix has actually put out, or actually ordered three more, three new ones. Well, actually, I think they ordered two, and then they're doing another Dahmer, something else about Dahmer, okay. I think. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm right. But anyway, go. I know that there's three in the works for them. Um, Hulu, 
you know, it's definitely in the works on, on something on that. Um, and then, um, you know, that type of film is also something you might catch on Lifetime, you know, the Lifetime. Now, they'll probably take out a lot of the, 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 the four-letter words, stuff like that. But um, there, there's a segment of Lifetime and ID films and, and uh, investigation ID films discovered. A lot of those are, their stuff is based on, some, on serial killers, serial killer stuff. So yeah, there's there's this film can pretty much go anywhere, yeah. you know. And and we were really smart as far as we our own. Just like the very first Dahmer movie, the very first Bundy movie, the very first uh, Richard Ramirez movie, they all only focused on the murders, the first ones, the first ones of all those. And we, we did the same thing. We're not talking about his backstory. We're not talking about his childhood. We're not even talking about his marriage life. Yeah. Nothing like that. We are only focused. It's an hour and a half, almost, you know, or more about his victims, how he found them, how he picked them, the police response, the government, I mean, the political response, the media response, that in itself, those in itself is, is about, is what we wrote about. Wow, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually have have, have photos. Um, if you go to the Facebook page, uh, Derek Toddley biopic, mm -hmm. or if you just type in um, the Baton Rouge serial killer, uh, it'll pop up on it. Should pop up on Facebook. Um, tell your people, you guys, go 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 like, friend, all that type of stuff. Build those numbers up on that on that Facebook page. But there's also there's photos of me dressed and in the you know in, in when he was arrested. There's a picture him and me next to each other. I wish I could kind of flip that on to you, but I don't, don't know how. That's your you know that's your thing. So that's you. So. <laughs> well, that's very so, yeah. cool. well, that's very exciting, and yeah. um, that's going to get you into the the realm of producing and writing and get you kind of on that path too. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have, I have uh, three movies mm -hmm. that should be coming out this year. Mm -hmm. um, Lionsgate Bloodthirst, mm -hmm. which I'm one of the main characters in there. And I star that in that film with Tara Reid, uh, Robert, Les Robert Lasorto, and Louis, Man I mean, uh, not Louis, uh, his brother, uh, This is uh, not Louis Mandalore. Um, oh, Costas, Costas Mandalore. So I saw Costas Mandalore, Tara Reid, and Robert Lasorto, and um, that's a Lionsgate is putting that out later sometime this year. Mm -hmm. Now we don't know if it's going to be video on demand like some of the other things they put out, or if they're actually going to put it to you know, or, or to one of the streaming services. We're not sure. Yeah. Um, I also have. Uh, John Iceberg's um, Final Summer, which is a, uh, it is a throwback slasher film that everybody's going crazy over. It has won so many awards, it's in all kinds of festivals. And the rumor is that it's gonna be released with AMC theaters across the country. Oh, nice. In fact, if you go on amctheater.com, theaters.com, mm -hmm. and you type in Final Summer, mm -hmm. it pops up. You click it, it opens up and it's, about the movie, all of our names there, 
and that's on so so evidently there's some type of deal going on with AMC theaters, you know, so with, with, with that one. That's um, and then the last one is the studio who we are who we decided to work with mm-hmm. for uh the Derek Todd Lee film. Mm-hmm. That studio is Heroic Age Studios in Mount Zion, Illinois. Okay. And we decided to work with them because I did a movie with them called Trick and Treats. And that's expected to be released later this year. And that one I star with uh, Malcolm McDowell and Gary Busey. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, 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 and Eric Hector, the, the CEO of the studio, was like, no, Bishop, you would never be perfect. To, for the for the Derek Todd Lee role, so again, that's the reasons why we went with Heroic Eight Studios. So, yeah. All right. And welcome back to the show. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You can put that on your you know your little thing whenever you have cuts. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody in two and two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so once you have all these movies done and they're out, um, do you see yourself doing more horror genre or do you think you're going to move more into, um, do you see yourself kind of transitioning out of horror and more into like serial killer roles, that kind of stuff? Or I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, come on, I hope not. Oh. oh, I don't, I do not want to be walking down the street and a bunch of people, there he is, get him. I want to be able to go to Walmart. I don't want to be getting chased out of, you know, chased out of Walmart, okay? Uh, no, um, actually my, um, I will tell you my, when I actually got into this, yeah. I had a dream. And my, my, you know, like how a lot of actors want to play superheroes or, you know, legendary heroes, things like that. Yeah. Believe it or not, my, my dream where I will feel very happy and would like my, is action films, mm-hmm. but not just any action films. Mm-hmm. My dream role, my dream role is G.I. Joe. Okay. It's G.I. Joe. My dream role, I have loved G.I. Joe since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I had the, the army men. I had the characters. I, you know, I had G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. I, you know, I'm telling my age there. Maybe we should cut that part out. Anyway, but um, no, I've always, so, and um, Dwayne Johnson played a uh, character, Roadblock. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so there's several, and, and then Marlon Wayans, you know, played, you know, what was in a G.I. Joe film play. So, and a lot of people don't understand how many G.I. Joe uh, soldiers are actually in the G.I. Joe comics and things like that. So, yeah, my my dream gig mm-hmm. is, is is a G.I. Joe character, to be a G.I. Joe character. Uh, my genre that I would love to be in is action films. And um, only because they're so much fun, you know, you know, wh- wh- whether, you know, they're horror films and things like that are fun um but you know just the fight scenes you know i remember i'm a former pro wrestler you know i can't you know i can't do that no more 
but yeah, yeah, the acting films and stuff like that, the fight scenes and things like that would be, yeah, that to be able to look at it and be like, I did that. That's me. That's me. Even though it'd be my stunt person, but I'd be like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. So action, action, action adventure would be cool. Yeah. Who doesn't love Indiana Jones? Oh, absolutely. I I can totally yeah. see you as a G.I. Joe and yeah. Yeah. getting into action and stuff like that. I can totally yeah. see that happening. Yeah, that, that, that's where that's where I want to go. Oh, that's awesome. That's very good. That's a that's a great aspiration to have, and I totally see it happening. Well, and 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 you know the 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 again, it goes back to what we were talking about about each ladder. You know, this goes over well. You know, you, you know, right now the films that I have coming out, they're all horror films, mm -hmm. but. I'm a lead one of the lead characters or one of the main, you know, even Final Summer. Final Summer, I'm not in the film that much, mm -hmm. but I am one, but I've actually get to the, got to that level to where if you look up the film, you see two names, three, two or three names that they are really hyping the film up about. Yeah. Mine is number two. Awesome. Tom Matthews, Bishop Stevens, and uh, Coach Carl. You know, we are like the we, we are like the three. Now, like I said, we're barely in the film. Yeah, you know, but there, but but our names are high enough to hype it up, mm -hmm. and then it, but it also sets up for a second film. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's a good chance there's going to be a second final summer film. Yeah. Um, a good chance. I'm not going to say there isn't. I'm saying there's a good chance. I'll you know we'll have to see what happens, but there's a good chance. Of, but sure. yeah, that's where you get to the point where somebody will say, "He's big. He's tough looking. He's this. He used to be a wrestler." He can be the next action star. Yeah. You know, and they want to give you somebody give you that shot. Somebody bring you into their action film or their military film, and bam, there you go. And then the next thing you know, hey, G.I. Joe is calling. Yes, absolutely. You know, see, see that ladder. See that ladder. See how it goes? That ladder. See, <laughs> that's it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love your positivity. And um I I do have a question for you. If you, uh, if you were giving advice to people like beginners, for example, uh -huh. would you have advice for them? Yes. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, okay, okay, let, 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 let me say this the right way. If you don't have, okay, let me, let me, let me, okay, let me say this as real as I can. Okay. my support system is very, is very strong. Mm -hmm. And also being in the Midwest now, now I'm, I would never, I have no plans whatsoever to move out to LA and be one of that. That is a no, no. I'm not going to move out to LA and be one of the big muscle bound ball headed black men that are out there trying to get in the movies. Why do, why go be a small fish in a huge pond when out here in the Midwest, St. Louis, uh, Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Indiana, you know, uh, Wisconsin, the Midwest areas, when you could be a big, a whale yeah. in a pond. So you see all these young actors move out to LA, move down to Atlanta, move out to New York, and they're back within six months. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a strong support system, don't do it. So let me let me make that perfect. I'm not telling you not to believe in your dreams. Yeah. 
but it's just like college, baby. You got to have a support system. You got to be able to pay those bills. You got, you got to be able to drive a car. You want to be an actor? You got to have a car. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to get back and forth to your auditions. You got to be able to travel. Yeah. Not just if you get a booking, if you live in Wisconsin and you get a booking in Kentucky, you got to be able to get there and back. Yeah. That's it. Um, as far as that out, that also goes now. Now, with that said, you know, people have to keep in mind that I was a pro wrestler first. Yeah. I was in the entertainment business first. A lot of times I do a lot of appearances mm -hmm. at conventions, yeah. but a lot of that is because of my wrestling background as well as my act. They actually can book one person and cover two genres of fans, movies yeah. and wrestling. Yeah. And I was lucky and I was lucky enough, lucky enough to get on hit television shows. Yes. So when I go to a convention, they book me as from Empire. You know, Empire and the Walking Dead are two of the biggest, you know, for African-Americans, Empire, our power. If you can get on one of those shows, yeah. okay? African-American fans will flock to a convention if you're there and they can say you're on Empire, our power. Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, everybody will flock to a convention to see you if you can, you know, if you were on the walk, you know, and on the Walking Dead, I was basically just an extra. I was just, I was just an extra. But the point is, I got to be, in the trailer backstage with Norman Reedus, you know, I got the, you know, you know, I, hey, it was there. So, you know, there's a, you know, get your support system. I'm not telling you not to follow your dream. Yeah. I'm telling you that before you do, get your support system together. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have that. So many people just run out to LA and it's not like it used to be. For every Beautiful blonde with beautiful blue or green eyes, whatever you got there, I mean, whatever you got. For every, for, 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 okay, so you go out to LA, you're one of. Yeah. I don't know where you live, but where you are now, you up here. <laughs> Thank you. You know, but, but you go, <laughs> there you go, but, but, but you go out to LA, yeah. you're still up here, but there's thousands of other women out, up there too. Yeah. So your competition increases. Right. And it really, and that's when it turns into who you know, right. who's in your corner, who you're connected to. Okay. So again, make sure, see my support, if I ever was to go out to LA, I would not go until I'm invited. Yeah. You know, when I go out to LA, you will know I got an agent. I got a manager. I already have some type of movie ready to go. Yeah. I'm all right. You know, I have a casting director who likes me. Okay, so I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go there and just be like this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go there and be have those things in place. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's it. Make sure your support system is in place before you try to go somewhere. Because if you can't get auditions, yeah, you know, if you can't get those doors open, if you can't go to the events where they where, the, where those type of people are, so they can see you and talk to you. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's yeah. it. Man. That that that's my advice. Make sure you have your support system before you jump off in this business with both feet. That's uh, that's great advice. Um, I do have to ask you your opinion on this AI business that's oh. happening everywhere, in every sector. Every yeah. Um, how do you think that it's going to affect the acting um, business? Do you have any thoughts? 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping what's going on now with the writers, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that definitely goes their way because a lot of people, now I know there's some, some movie producers now who might see this and go, oh, Bishop, you shouldn't have said that. But here's the deal. The truth is, this, if, if, if they get them, mm -hmm. actors, we're next. Yes. There are there are deep fake AI generated things with Ron DeSantis, his face and mouth and voice on the office. Mm -hmm. If they get to where they can put us in, I mean, shoot, they put Prince and Michael Jackson in concerts, Whitney Houston in concerts. They've been dead for years and there's but they're doing concerts. Yeah. How, okay. So imagine if they could take Brad Pitt's young face. Yeah and put him on in a movie without Brad Pitt not there. Yeah. Then before you know it, Brad Pitt ain't getting paid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they got your voice. They got your looks. They doing all this. And something that people, let, 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 let me give you guys a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of knowledge. Computer generated stuff has been around for years. And you know how many people it's put out of work? Like we said earlier, it used to be if they wanted a building on fire, mm -hmm. they had to hire a crew, a special crew that would do that and burn the building. And they would have police, you know, and, and fire department all around, um, explosive experts. They had to have, you know, for cars, blah, 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 blah. Now it's all computer generated. And you can literally look at most of those fires and exposures. You look, you can pretty, you can kind of tell. Yeah. yeah that it's not, you can kind of tell it's not the real thing. Yeah. But even though that kept the editor, the computer guy is working, but now you got a whole crew of fire experts and explosion experts and all that kind of stuff. Now you got a whole crew of people out of work. Could you imagine when the, if, if AI took over stunts? Yeah. I mean, the stunts they would do would just would be incredible, but yet you'd have Stunt man, stunt people totally out of work. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah. I mean, if they got to that point, wow, you would have teams of people out of work. So, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not real. I mean, and I know a lot of people say, well, it's just not the same. It's just not the same now. Yeah. But as it gets better, as the technology, I mean, like I said, if you have not seen the Ron DeSantis, DeSantis thing that, Donald Trump posted, mm -hmm. uh, Donald Trump Jr. posted of, of Ron DeSantis in, uh, on the TV show, The Office. Mm -hmm. There's another person, I think it's a female. Now you can kind of tell hers is not right, mm -hmm. but the Ron DeSantis one, it's, looks, it's close. Wow. It's close. And I mean, you give that five years to tighten up, you give them five years to tighten that up, yeah, just like I said, just like Michael Jackson and Prince on stage yeah. with Whitney Houston, mm -hmm. you'll have a young Brad Pitt. You'll have a young Dwayne. You, you won't need Bishop Stevens because you'll have a young Dwayne Johnson. Or a young AI Bishop Stevens. Well, I might not even get to that point by then because they'll be able to bring back, yeah. I mean, a young Denzel Washington. Right. If they bring back a young Denzel Washington, guys like me ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I see. You know, they, you know, a young Terry Crews. When Terry Crews started back years ago, 
I mean, that, a lot of people pattering me after, you know, you're, you're a Terry Crews type actor. And I, lo- I love Terry Crews, by the way. I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, and I actually do pattern my career kind of after him. He was in sports. He broke into films. You know, he's in the blah, 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 blah. I, I kind of, you know. But, uh, yeah, if you can get a young Terry Crews, I, you know, AI guy, wh- wh- where I'm going to go? What I'm going to do? What you going to do with me? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, I am, I think it's, I think it's, I mean, you know, you think about General Motors and you think about all these companies that people are so out of work now because computers are doing their jobs. Yes. So it does happen, people. It does happen. Yeah. It does. I, I remember everybody told General Motors, told General Motors workers, no, no, you're fine. The computers can't do what you do. The machines can never do what you do. Yeah. And here we are. You got a whole, you got one person working a line at General Motors or Ford, or you got one person working a line and his job is to sit there until the computer goes stop working, until the machine has an issue. That's his job, to sit there and make sure nothing happens. Even like now, computer, I mean, computers are fixing, machines are fixing themselves. They're ordering their own parts when their parts start to go down. I know, that's crazy. You know, you know, part goes down, you don't need to look at it. The computer says, B part went down, order B part number, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something out of work. So like I said, you know, yeah, uh, I, I really hate to say it, but like I said, st- oh, man, oh, man, I, I just can't even think about AI. Yeah. Could you imagine AI taking over John Wick? No, I, I couldn't imagine it. Oh, man, AI taking over John Wick would just, ooh. Uh, uh, you know, everybody makes jokes about the Fast and Furious, yeah. the Fast and Furious series about where they'll be 10, 15. Imagine that'll be all AI. Yeah. The car stunts, the, everything will be AI. So what happens to the actors? Yeah. They, they, yeah. they won't get the, the money. Right? You won't need them. Yeah. You know, what, you know what happens? They'll have you sign. Some studio or somebody will have you sign. Yeah. That you'll get X amount of dollars to let AI for, for them to use your likeness and do all this. Right. And you'll sit at home. Yeah. But it won't be what you should be getting. It won't be the fun of being on set. It won't no. be the camaraderie with the fans. It won't be, you know, it, it you won't be my fan. You'll be that AI generated fan. You okay. will not be my fan. Yeah. I'll be sitting somewhere in a wheelchair at, six, at 70 years old and you'll be looking at the 35-year-old, 45-year-old version of me. Yes. That never gets older. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely has to be some rules around it. It's huge. Oh, I, just don't do it. Yeah. Just, just. I mean, when somebody dies or something like that, like I said, the Prince concert thing, the Michael Jackson, the Whitney Houston concert thing, uh, as long as their families are being taken care of about that, I'm still not cool with it. I know. Because you ain't seen a concert till you've seen Prince or Michael Jackson in concert for real. Yes. But this AI big thing, of, you know, spending all that money to go see a, a hologram. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And, they, and, that, and that starts to, like I said, even with movies, if you look, come on now, how many times have you looked at a movie and looked at the fire, something blows up and you're going, that looks fake. Yeah. 
That's not cool. Absolutely. You know, I, you know, shit, I, I remember when they used to have five or six cameras at all different angles to blow up a building because they could only do it once. Yeah. I, so do you know? So that means cameramen yeah. had stability. They had jobs. Yeah, like the original Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, I mean, and look, and, 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 and I mean, some of the scenes from that, they had to have a dozen cameras. Oh, easily. High, low, over, over, behind, this and that, because they can only blow up stuff or do stuff one time. Yeah. They was only going to be able to do it one time, and they want, they had far away, they had close up, they had inside the building, they had inside the building cameras. Yes, and, and pyrotechnics, right? Yep. I mean, I mean those, those people are going to be out of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, they're losing their jobs now. Yeah. You know, you know. So yeah, I, I have a lot of friends who do who do effects, blood effects, stuff like that. I mean, come on now. A lot of these movies are using AI generated digital blood. Oh. You know, there's a lot of movies doing that now. You know, they're blue because cut the neck and the, it's, 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 it's digital blood coming out. You know, it's, well, uh, yeah. Now they used to put a, a, a prosthetic on your neck mm -hmm. and they would the prosthetic. Yeah. And blood with your blood. They used to have a um when you stab somebody through a shirt, there would be like this they'd have the shirt and they would have this bag full of blood. Yeah. So when you stabbed it and you pulled the knife out, blood, it was just blah. Now it's you know, now it's like a fake knife and a you know. That goes in, <laughs> and then you pull it back out, and then you know it's computer generated blood. You know, and it's done, so yeah, I, yeah. So so it's been around for it's been around for a while, and yeah. it's already put a lot of people out of work. Yeah. If you if you ask me, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully with everything, things kind of get settled out a little bit, and you know everyone can keep their jobs and. You know, they don't really go there. I know a lot of people don't want that. And yeah. even as a writer, like I'm a writer myself, I don't want that. Right, right. You no, know? there's nothing, nothing can replace humans. I'm sorry. They're not, they can say they're as good, but they're not. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're definitely, I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't, you can't get that feeling. No. You know, you, you, you can't get that, you can't get that feeling about something. Um, if you're lucky, yeah, they'll write. I mean, could you imagine a, a, a computer? And, and and let me just say this. Let me just say that. I, I know we were supposed to cut this a while ago, but let me say this. Okay. When you hand me a script and a Caucasian or white writer, a white writer yeah. has written, mm -hmm. and he hands me a script and I'm reading it. Now, let's be real. Mm -hmm. It's hard for a white writer to mm -hmm. write things the way a black actor would actually say them or see them. Agreed. I don't say teacup. Yeah. I would never say teacup. Yeah. Okay, I would never say words like that. Yeah. So you have to have, but compared to an AI, an AI generator is gonna say the proper way to say stuff. Okay. They're probably going to say the proper way. So without that that help of how I would say it, yeah, it it won't come over. It won't sound right. 
it won't come off right. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, I, I just, I just, I just, I just hope it doesn't, I, you know, the strike is, you know, we're all, you know, actors are supporting it as well as, I think every, I think pretty much every, most people in the industry are supporting the writer strike because they understand the fact that they're next. I believe that the public is supportive too. Yeah, that's, I, I hope so. I, I, I understand the fact, I do understand the fact that there's a lot of people in the public who are thinking, like I said, the stunts would be amazing. Are the, are, are the, the, the car, you know, just all this amazing stuff that the, uh, that a computer that you can do in a computer that you can't really do. Yeah. But then, like I said, you know, I mean, yeah, John Wick could jump up and down, do five backflips, land on one toe, you know, <laughs> you know, shoot a guy with a shoot, shoot a guy with a double barrel with one hand without having to do whatever, doing cartwheel with one hand, drop you know, four or five guys and shoot. Yeah, you know, a computer generated guy could do all that. But yeah. it wouldn't be the same as when Keanu does it. Exactly. Exactly. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. yeah. So and even me interviewing you right now. It wouldn't be as fun and entertaining if I was. Yes, we yes we will do that movie. It'll be great. It's going to come off our fight. I think you'll love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's, nothing will capture the personality either, right? As authentically as being yourself. So. True. True. Yeah, I mean, um, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And um, thank you for the laughs. And it was an absolute pleasure um, interviewing you. And I look forward to uh, your movies coming out. Thank and, you. Um, I will put the information down in my links that you sent me. And um, everyone can give you a follow and follow your journey because I think you're yeah. going to great places. So thank you. And, and, and just a reminder to everybody, just a reminder to everybody, if you want to see movies that I'm in now, um, if you have a smart TV, um, I'm sure you have streaming service, I'm not going to run, but if you have a smart TV, just type in Bishop Stevens movies and, you know, they tend to pop up, you know, wherever, wherever you can watch stuff and, you know, it's already out there. Perfect. And also, when you're big and you meet that final ladder, the top of the ladder, I would love to have you back. Well, well, you might be waiting a long time because remember what I told you. There's not a top. You have to keep setting it higher. So, no. so just so, so let's just say when I get higher up, you get higher up. Yeah, I get higher up. I will definitely be back. But yeah, you, you, you will. That's a, it's a date. You got that. It's a date. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Bishop. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. -bye. bye.